0: Spider friends, go for it! Transform and roll out! And I'll form the head! That's what she said! Don't Even though you've been raised as a human being, You are not one of them. be a great people Khalel they wish to be they only lack the light to show the way for this reason above all their capacity for good I have sent them you my only son hey this is Jonathan and
1: this is Alan and welcome to the nerdy podcast Jonathan what are we talking about today
0: Alan, today it is our hope that by the end of the show, you will believe a man could fly. Oh, we're talking about the original Superman the movie.
1: I am so surprised it's taken us this long to do this movie. We've been at I this know. for like going on three
0: years now. Yeah, it's one of your favorites. It is one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why we uh, oh, it doesn't matter. We're doing it now,
1: but. <laughs> <So>, uh. <laughs> So going back, back to this, I'm trying to think. As a kid, when I saw this, this is what 1978. Yeah, 1978. And holy crap! Like as a kid, when you're watching this movie, this, this movie blew my mind. And, and, and today, I think it, I think it's it still stands today. Special effects to a certain degree, you know. But um, like if 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 you're watching this movie, I just get so lost in it. I, so when I'm thinking of like my top movies, man, like. Star Wars, A New Hope, Empire, Raiders, Superman. These are the movies I think in my whole life, I, I it's like I can watch it over and over and over again, you know? Is, is Superman yeah. like that for you or not so much?
0: No, de- definitely Superman 1 and 2 are like that for me. I think, you know, uh, Kids Today just came out of that whole 10-year Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think maybe starting with Jaws and ending in like 85-ish, uh, that was like our... You know eight years of course they weren't all connected but that was like our our golden age our marvel golden age you know where every year there was at least one great uh genre pop culture movie that we latched onto and, and we watch over mm. and over even even now
1: yeah good point that's true yeah. practically every, yeah you're right about that practically every year we there's something big that was super influential for us in that in that little pocket of time
0: yeah and i think i think it's helped create because if you look at the early 70s movies you know you have all these very uh, uh you know Rosemary's Baby, Taxi Driver, Godfather, uh mainstream I'm um, just now I'm just naming some crazy movies um, so <laughs> you know the French Connection uh, chinatown Chinatown things like that they're real gritty and 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 street level movies well written movies and and then you know like I said Jaws comes out with the blockbuster and And Hollywood figures out, hey, people pay just to sit and be scared or or exhilarated or just entertained for two hours. It doesn't have to be these magnum opus, very well written, very well shot movies. Not that these movies weren't well shot, but, you know, let's throw some special effects at them and see what happens.
1: Well, you make a good point. I mean, like those kind of movies, those kind of drama, those serious movies were very popular for its time period. And it's funny how with this movie, how, you know, Christopher Reeves is not even like the not even the the top two names that appear on screen at first. You know, you got Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman, and it's it's like those even on. I remember on the posters, I mean, those are the two prominent names on, on the poster itself, and Christopher Reeve was like a, a nobody, you know. But uh, it, it, like even how the movie starts, it starts off with that. What an interesting way, right? It, it's like opens up curtains in black and white, and you have this kid talking. And, dude, I remember watching this in, a, as a kid. And I remember sitting in the movie theater like, what am I, what is this? You know, what is this black and white thing? And I, I think it was to harken back to that original, what was it, like 1950s TV series that they had back then with George Reeves and stuff. Like, I didn't know if they're they're pulling back to that. But that f- freaking opening is, is huge, you know? The, well, a, you know
0: what's funny? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you bring it up because I was when I did a rewatch a few weeks ago, I was like, okay. I totally don't remember that opening. The, the story opening the, black, book, and white and the black and white Yeah, I. that's why I, I was asking Because I know I was reading, mine says I don't know, extended, I don't know if it's extended edition Some kind of special edition So I was like, oh, I wonder if this is just part of the special edition Because I totally don't remember the storybook Or the black and white It became very reminiscent, I right away thought of uh, The Wizard of Oz you
1: know? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one Yeah Well, yeah, there are different versions I know, shoot, I know there are like when it came to the TV, like when these, but when they put this on TV, they added a lot of deleted scenes to have like more playing time on TV, you know, so they can have more commercials. Is what it was. And I, there's like a TV version that's like almost three hours long. And in th- this movie, regular time, I think it's two and a half, maybe.
0: Right. Sometimes. Yeah. So
1: this is like 30 minutes of additional footage. And I swear to you, man, I I remember having arguments with my coworkers just a couple years ago about a scene they were talking i'm like you're insane i've I've never heard what they're so they were talking about this isn't superman 2 where at the very very end there's a cut where you know general zod and all those guys die the fortress of solitude right there's a cut where they're actually (laughs) like getting arrested did you did you see that cut
0: i did yeah yeah
1: that's i i've never saw that i had looked that one up i don't
0: know if i've seen it as the cut or as a, a deleted scene or something but i do remember seeing them survive it yeah
1: i i've never um, ever until um, up until i had this argument with my co-workers i'm like here and you're just making this crap up and i really thought they were pulling my leg I'm like oh no, man no the cops and put them in handcuffs i'm like yeah. how do you put them in handcuffs
0: <laughs> well because because he they lost their powers but now we're yeah. talking about superman too um so yeah but like i said i didn't remember the black and white opening um i thought it started just on krypton that whole thing which was even now you know i'm with the rewatch because i haven't watched it in years like that's such a great scene like marlon brando is such a presence on the screen and the costumes and set decoration are just fantastic
1: yeah and and i like the i like the mystery behind it too you know it's your the movie starts off with something happened already you know you got that mysterious hula hoop of death floating around (laughs) those guys and stuff and it's it's downright creepy even like with those uh the faces in the back and stuff it's mm-hmm. it's such a weird, I guess visual thing of how they had their justice system back then and 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 Darrell's wearing black. It's very, you know, like like a judge would wear, you know, like a black cloak or something
0: well, it's it's a it's a great way to show us that it's an alien world without you know having like talking rabbits and mm-hmm. crazy architecture and you know what I mean? yeah, I yeah. think it's it was a really good way to say, all right you know this is the world except cuz they don't want you to focus on the world they want you to focus on what's going on and and I think it was it was just a really great job and um those costumes were made of a special material They like they were made with little glass balls on it to um i guess reflect light or something that's mm-hmm. why they they yeah it's really really awesome
1: it, it is pretty cool and i also like now I, I like the effect where you see Jor-el, and he has the S on his chest, and, and I like after the guys go into the Phantom Zone and they meet up with the other scientists. Everyone has their own insignia on their chest, right? Right. Right. Now, was that was that ever shown in the comic books before that?
0: I don't. I, I want to say I don't know is what I want to say. Um, <laughs> I remember reading something where Brando suggested it.
1: It's brilliant. Yeah,
0: really? it's brilliant, yeah. and it, it, and obviously became it, it is in the comic now. You know, all all the shows and stuff. You know, oh, it's just, it's my planet symbol for hope. All the movies and all the shows say mm. that now. Right. Um, but I don't think that was it. I think I think you know in nineteen whatever thirty nine, the S stood for Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think it was a, a kind of a smart adult way, and and I think you know, I, I, it, it's just one of those small ways that everybody involved in making this movie was really taking this movie seriously like they weren't making a campy adam west type batman you know for superman they're like all right we have to believe this so that the audience believes this and i think that's where the tagline came along like you will believe a man will fly it's like yeah this is a comic book yeah this is you know kids quote unquote a kid's movie but you know you, we want you to believe that this world exists that this is happening and, and that these are, are re- real stakes that are hat in the movie. And I think they did a great job of that.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing feat what they did. I mean, if, if you're just looking at, like, for example, Superman's costume, you know, there, there, are, there are no, like, muscle pads in there. I remember reading articles where Christopher Reeve says, no, I'm not wearing a bodysuit. I'm going to work out mm-hmm. and get big. And if you look at, like, the aesthetics of his costume, you know, it, it's no different than, like, um, the Batman TV series back in the 60s, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was just a claw mm-hmm. thing. And then Wonder Woman back in whatever year that was, what was it, seventy I'm looking up here right 75 I mean like they were very like literally as if it came right out of the comic books but without any extra flair so to speak you know like yeah yeah I mean
0: that that costume is so comic accurate and it's like you know with the newer shows and movies um they don't give them like um what was the what's the one that came out with Brandon Ralph Returns oh uh uh-huh and Superman Returns, he, he their trunks got smaller. The red trunks got smaller. And I think mm-hmm. they took the yellow they took the yellow belt out, and then in Man of Steel they got rid of it altogether. In the comic books in New 52 they got rid of the red trunks, and I don't think they ever brought them back. Um, and I'm just because and, and then everybody's rationale is well it's silly to wear your underwear on the outside. Uh, did you ever even think about that as a kid? No. <laughs> like oh he's wearing his underwear. Like you know what I mean? It's just so weird. That- I
1: never thought of it as it was their underwear you know yeah. in my mind it was like a visual break from the upper torso and lower torso right. that's basically all it was
0: yeah it's, it's probably an artistic and visual thing and and you know i think the original artists uh you know uh, i'm failing the comic book lovers out there because i did read comics a long term but i don't remember who um siegel or schuster but i'm um, the dream for the first time i think it's it was a strong man. He had like, a, you know, that's what the strong men of the circus would wear, like a one piece with mm-hmm. their, you know, their little underwear or whatever on the outside. And it's, that's really what they're trying to evoke. But it's, it's like the little changes like that. They think it doesn't mess with the character. And I think, you know, if it's, if it's not your first encounter with the character, then it's gonna, it's gonna mess with the character. Look, you know, look, there's a whole generation growing up with Henry Cavill as their first Superman. And they probably love him. And I get that. Um, but, he is so comic accurate in this movie and it's not tongue-in-cheek because even batman you know you brought up how the adam west costume was kind of comic book accurate but that was tongue-in-cheek also
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you know this is like all right we're gonna do this and uh this is what he looks like
1: seriously i mean think of how basic his outfit is in this in this movie it is very straightforward you know like again no like you got a guy like henry cavill that dude's buff and he still mm-hmm. gave him padding. <laughs> that didn't make any sense He did didn't, you know if, if there's one guy that probably needs it the most it's probably Batman you know being like a regular guy he can't go around fighting crime with with thermal right. underwear I mean it makes sense for him to have something a little more robust but Superman doesn't need that he's you know he himself is impervious to a lot of things he didn't need like special armor or anything like that you know
0: well I also think it's a sign of the times I mean I think being a strong man in the 70s looked like what Chris Reeves looked like unless you're, you're gonna be someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: hmm.
0: you know that's mm-hmm. that's what a strong man looked like and now it is what Henry Cavill it's the lean it's the cut it's the it's the Hugh Jackman in the prime of his Wolverine shape that's what you know that's why all the superheroes get ridiculously buff now mm-hmm. you know so um, I I think Superman and that's the thing Superman isn't a guy that works out <laughs> he doesn't have to doesn't have to know. yeah
1: but he it looks fantastic though
0: yeah yeah, he's I mean, Christopher Reeve, you know, we we always say he's he's my Superman. He's my Superman. Well, yeah. And is that because we grew up with him as Superman? Most likely. But, you know, he's and I look, I've I've I liked Brandon Routh as, as Superman. I mean, he was in a really bad movie. But Chris Reeves is and I, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show. But he's the he's the perfect Superman slash Clark, Clark Kent.
1: Yeah, the, I think the mix of Richard Donner. And uh, How they wrote this movie and, and this is why I think I appreciate like I've always said and I'll, I'll defend this This is my favorite superhero movie because it It feels a little I mean, I know it's fake, but it has a there's a realism to it and my issues with like the new Superman movies is this when you see uh, Christopher Christopher's Superman He's not going, like, blink of an eye light speed. There's there's a little bit of, like, a pause to him, you know? Like, you can actually capture what he's trying to do. Like, when he's flying, he's not trying to fly at the speed of light. There's like a little like he's like flying like a bird. He's just like really enjoying flying and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um. Even when he when he does things a little bit over the top, it's, it's not too, too much, you know? And like even at the end of the movie when he, when he's trying to stop the flood, he's pushing that rock over. He's like straining to do that, you know? <laughs> so he, it makes him a little more grounded versus like when you watched uh, Justice League, and it's like this guy's un- unstoppable. You know, it almost makes the character a little uninteresting. And so, what I do like about this movie too is, like Superman, they, they got the Clark Kent part of it. I mean, Chris Reeves, did, I mean, is he a great actor? I mean, the, the dude was born to play this role, but you can, you can totally believe there's two different people in there, even though it's played by the same person, even though the differences are eyeglasses, you know? Right. Like that scene where he's where, where after he flies with Lois and he. He says, "Hey, Lois, and you know, we're gonna go on, go out for dinner." And he he makes a decision. oh, Maybe, Lois, Lois I want to tell you something, you know. And then he fumbles and he puts his eyeglasses back up. And he literally he stands up straighter and he grows like another four inches, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, it's 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 really interesting, really interesting. But well, that's I think why I like the, his character.
0: Yeah, I think that's the, the crux of, of kind of what Superman is. Is that yeah, him and him and Clark look exactly alike without you know, <laughs> except for a spit curl and glasses. So. How do you make people, how do you quote-unquote fool people? It's, it's got to be the personality. Clark has to be so bumbling and so, gee golly, gee dad, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got to be that that stereotypical Midwestern podunk, you know? <laughs> that that you would never, like, all right, well, I guess Clark and Superman look-alike, but Clark is a Superman, you know? Yeah. It's got to be that, and I think Chris Reeves, out of every Superman we've had, like you you can almost believe you're looking at two different actors right yeah does that make sense? you know sure. what i mean like not saying.
1: It, it gets a little right. higher he he slouches he's clumsy right. he he hides his built
0: yeah i mean i mean let's be honest henry cavill when he's clark he's just wearing glasses <laughs> right. you know yeah he does nothing to make you think he's a midwestern golly gee shucks kind of guy he you know what i mean he doesn't yeah. do any of that he's just putting on glasses and you know brandon Ralph did his look the thing about superman returns is you know, I think Singer was trying to do an homage of the two super first two Superman films, right? um But it turns out to be more of a copy than anything. And I think Brandon ruth did the best he could, but it wasn't um that great,
1: right? I I like yeah. Brandon. I mean, like I, I I rewatched that movie a couple months ago. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I mean, there's some things you can just. I, I wish I was really good at editing. Just cut out the crap and keep it the good stuff there's a lot of good scenes in that movie
0: it, it's so slow moving it's so boring though yeah and it's a lex Luthor real estate scam i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> it's superman one yeah right anyway <laughs> all right so let's so we lo- obviously we love superman we love clark kent let me ask you this i recently watched the um first episode the pilot episode of smallville on Hulu. Pilot F- oh, okay. Gotcha. And I remember watching it back in 2001, and I fell in love with the show. I thought that was one of the most perfect pilots um, ever. And just in terms of an origin story, I mean, the whole series is an origin story, but an origin story in the sense of, you know, being blasted to Krypton and that those whole first formative years, you know, like the Kent finding him and all that. Mm-hmm. I thought Smallville did that perfectly. And then um, a couple weeks ago, when I rewatched Superman 1 i'm like you know what this origin has to be and it's almost you know it's pretty much the same thing um but there's just something about the the origin story of um in superman the movie that for me is the best telling of his origin um and i think part of that might be that pa dies very you know pa pa dies you know, pa, pa does have a lot of a lot to do in the movie obviously
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um so you know that he gets everything from his paw. You don't have to see him being raised like that. There, there are a couple of moments here or there. Um, but, you know, you get to see his speed, you know, when he races the train and, and just things like that. Um, but I think that, that origin, that whole first beginning with, with Teenage Superman or Clark is, is really a great part of the movie.
1: That whole origin, Jonathan, that, that's like what you're talking about. I mean, like I, I timed it, man from the from the opening scene up until clark i think goes to the fortress of solitude that's 40 minutes man (laughs) i mean it's wow yeah it's 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 long that whole intro is actually a very long like piece and yeah i agree with it the 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 origin of superman is it's nice you know they 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 do it in such a subtle fashion you know they they show little bits of his powers and stuff things that i think as a kid you you're expecting to see you know he's Mm -hmm. fast and and uh, and like like I said, the conversations with his dad—it's it's it's nice. It's it's very endearing. And they don't share a lot of screen time, but it was enough to know that his values come from his 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 uh, his family. You know, the family that actually brought him up is is what really molded Superman. You know, there's gotta be an Elseworlds story where like jackasses race Clark Kent instead, you know, and he turns out to be like somebody else.
0: Wait, said again, where who races?
1: No, I, I was saying that would be an interesting like elsewhere world story if.
0: Like, oh well, you know they got Superman Red somewhere where the, sh- where the ship lands in Soviet Russia.
1: Are they bad parents?
0: Well, no, he's raised by the government, so <laughs> I'd say yes. Okay. <laughs> so but I, that I it, like that that, that first one. Yes. You,
1: you get the you get the two sides of of who raised you know Kal El right. You got when, when he's flying in that little asteroid back to Earth, it's like the ultimate audiobook, right? It's like <laughs> so many, like eight years of, of his father just telling him facts and stuff. Yeah. You know, very black and white facts. And then, then you have, you know, Mom, Pa, Kent. It, that's more the who you are and, and the feelings behind uh, being like a person and stuff. So, yeah. It, no, no, dude, Smallville is good, man. That, that whole yeah. intro is actually legit.
0: That first season was really good. We it should was. do a show on Smallville. um
1: and, and I like the fact that they explain why Clark gets clumsy on Lana is because she has a kryptonite pendant, which is brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Well, it was funny. I, I, back, you know, when it came out, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But I rewatched it. I'm like. A meteorite hurt her parents, killed her parents, and she's wearing a piece of that meteorite around her neck. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know if that makes sense to me. Like her rationale is like her rationale was um well, it brought so much bad luck, I figured maybe it would start, you know, I could use it to bring good luck or something. Because she uses like a good luck method Oh wow, yeah. I totally so, forgot about Well, that. that pile is very smartly written, but I don't want to go off any tangents. <laughs> um So, yeah, and and I think and it really just jumps from The fortress of solitude like he flies out of the fortress right and then we see him as clark walking into the well does he get hit by a bus or something
1: what are you talking about on metropolis
0: so he flies out of the fortress like grown up or whatever yeah and then he and then he's walking across the street right toward the daily planet and doesn't he like stop a bus or something like that before it hits him or or a taxi or something dude you're thinking of like
1: lois and clark man no didn't he leave a handprint in the taxi I maybe mean, that's superman too that wasn't in the first one right. well anyway well i mean oh so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up so the first time you see superman fly and and i don't i was curious about this we're 15 minutes in and right and, and so young clark starts talking to his dad and you get the first reveal of superman do you, i always question that 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 decision to show superman at that time you know like his, just,
0: yeah, the, yeah, like like just flying out of the fortress.
1: Well, yeah, because the the because the, the, the second time you see him is when he's he's saving Lois from the helicopter, which is to mm-hmm. be really like, wow, now that's that's an intro. I always wondered why they chose that moment to sh- do the full reveal of Superman. It almost seems not, not anticlimactic, but like th- there, it could have been more. I think
0: if right, like, you you would want to see him in, in, in like the first time seeing that is him in action. Yeah. Yeah, I get you, but it's a beautiful shot though. I I mean, the way he bank. I mean, can we just talk about how he flies? You know, that's all. That's all the acting. That's all him acting.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, I mean, he's on wires and stuff like that. But his, I, you know, I I watched a a, a making a video to to prepare for the show, and 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 Donner was like, you know, I think it's the scene about the fortress where he's like, you know, Chris decided to bank, and you know, he that he goes that flying is Christopher. All the flying in that movie is Christopher Reeve's acting. Right. Um, And he, you're right. He looks very. It looks very natural. He makes it look like it's a natural thing for this person to be yeah. doing. Yeah. Okay. You know? This is what
1: I don't understand. You're, that banking shot. How the hell did they do that?
0: I have no like, idea.
1: Like I can, <laughs> I can see you like going straight to the camera, but he actually tilts in midair, and it looks so natural. Like even his hand oh, yeah. gestures look like he's just like, you know, controlling himself. It's 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 unbelievable.
0: Well, I think I think what Star Wars did for miniatures and and um, things like that, I think that's what specifically this movie did for flying it's too bad you know they didn't use it anywhere else except that it seems like superman movies um
1: oh they don't i mean even like every every like you know new era superman it's all cgi i mean they even right. they even cgi the cape which i think is a big mistake
0: it's stupid
1: it is yeah i yeah. think that that the movement of the cape is what gives that that huh, legitimacy yeah that he's, yeah, yeah, it, that he's yeah. actually flying through the air versus cgi
0: but you look, but Chris Reeves makes takeoff and landing look so effortless, right?
1: There's a grace to it, yeah. Like yeah. nowadays, we're getting the what do That's they call a good it? Word like grace. The, super, the Superman landing, or the superhero landing, where they
0: right, where they, even Deadpool made fun of it. They, they take right?
1: a knee and and Superman like lands like like a butterfly, you know, really gentle. There's or
0: even. Even a man still, doesn't he get like get on one knee and the ground starts to shake and crack and then he takes off like a rocket? Like, yeah. why would he? T- well, why would he take off like that? <laughs> Where Chris he build just, up he'll momentum, just, you know? Yeah, he'll just walk off a ledge or something and, or just like. Shoot, <laughs> I, you're right. It's a gracefulness. You know what I mean? He just he wills himself to go up and you're like, all right, that's how flying would look like. If I could fly, that's what I'd look like. You know, I just yeah. it's like walking for him. He's just moving upward. Yeah, that's 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 a good point, point. and I like the word gracefulness. He's he's very good at that. Yeah. Um. And and look, he's working with green screen. I don't even know what it was, and you can tell, you know, it's that oh, it's that old special effects where the background is like maybe not as dark as, as the live action stuff, so you can kind of tell the difference. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't in the in this movie, and we're talking forty plus years later. I think it still looks good.
1: Oh, it does. Yeah. So the way you know, I remember watching this thing where. So basically, when you see Superman, he's like still, but the background's what's moving, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like if if you watch, if you know my Doctor Indiana Jones stuff, anytime you see like big movement and stuff, I'm doing exactly the same thing, <laughs> you know. I have something in the in the background moving, and I have my action figures in the forefront, but it makes it look like there's actual you know movement and stuff. And that that effect works so well. I don't know why they they, it's got to be money, you know. It probably is cheaper just to. Do via computer versus you know Probably. wires and having it like a big IMAX screen in the background, yeah. uh, moving around and stuff.
0: Yeah. And look, I don't dislike CGI in the least because there's no way the Marvel movies would have been as good as they were without CGI. Right. But but you got to have a nice balance between uh, like live action props and sets versus CGI because just look at the the, uh, the Phantom Menace. Right. It was all CGI. It looks looks awful. (laughs) Um,
1: I love the behind the scenes where it's just actors in a green room, like literally everything is green.
0: Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so so we're so we get to the you know you brought up the uh, uh, I like the 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 intros. Uh, You get a really great intro, Lois and Clark when when they're in the Daily Planet building. You get, you know, man, we say this almost every time we talk about a good movie, Alan. We say, well, I say the same thing. Show me who they are. Don't tell me who they are. Mm -hmm. And you get to know who Lois is right away. She can't spell. She doesn't. You know. She talks over people. She's she's tenacious about getting the story. That's all given to you in that first Daily Planet scene. You know, Uh, and you know everything about who Clark is. You know, he's 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 bumbling. He's from the Midwest, but he's got. He's got he's he's skillful enough a journalist to be able to get a major job at a major newspaper in metropolis mm-hmm. um perry white you learn everything about him and it, it's just and jimmy too you know what's funny i i wish we recorded this show when we uh when i watched it a couple of weeks ago because um jimmy says he makes x amount of money a week and i translated it into now money and it's still not like enough money to live on so <laughs> what was what was the uh, conversion I don't remember. I think Perry said something like, I don't pay $100 a week, dollars a week. you know what? You texted me that, actually. Yeah. I
1: remember that, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, let me say Maybe I can find it. But I was like, man, you can't live on this.
1: <laughs> and I also like, too, like, if you're going back to, like, 1978, I mean, even, like, you know, if my daughter's watching this show, how different it is. Like, if you watch that show Mad Men, you know, like yeah. how the workplace was. New people are smoking in there, <laughs> I
0: mean, left yeah, and right. Blatant, blatant misogyny, <laughs> yeah,
1: blatant right. I loved. I loved to see the typewriters. Everyone's just pecking away, and how accurate you had to be because there wasn't spell check. You know, it, yeah. it was just. What I guess was whiteout invented back then? I don't know.
0: Maybe I don't well. think so. But how weird was it just to see Lois smoking?
1: Yeah, very natural. You know, it was just like the thing to do. Um,
0: All right, here we go. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, Perry says he pays Jimmy forty dollars a week. That's one hundred and seventy-five dollars a week nowadays. Yikes! <laughs> and Poor he complains Jack. like, "I'm not paying you forty dollars a week." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no, wait a minute. You met Margot Kidder, didn't you? I uh,
0: uh, I saw Margot Kidder. I don't know if I met her. I don't really shake her hand. But we went to a, you know the Steel City, Con in Pittsburgh. Was one of them. Might have been the first one I ever went to. Mm-hmm. Um she was there we saw her q a she was hilarious she she was very r-rated like she didn't care to her kids in the audience she
1: mm-hmm. at one
0: point she started talking about her sex life with richard Pryor, which i didn't even know they had dated <laughs> um but yeah she was and she's you know she she had some i think mental health issues toward the end there right but she told great stories though she told great stories the nice pattern yeah
1: and, you know, even back then as a kid, like, I, did, you know, I didn't mind her at all. I mean, like, if I look at it today, it's like, I guess that's the look. But uh, they did a good job of, you know, they don't really go really into their, like, how did Clark fall in love with Lois? Maybe it was one of those love at first sights kind of things, you know? Right. But it was, it was enough for it, it was believable to me, you know? Um, like, I never really got that with Henry, like... um Superman man of Steel, whatever yeah Harry Amy Adams yeah I, I don't really feel it there I mean I love Amy Adams, but uh this even though they don't really get into it much it's it, it works for some reason and it works really well, even like when when they right before they go for their fly together, it's nice to see them flirt a little bit you know you can kind of feel there is something there and i and I yeah. thought they could and again that's a nice way of just kind of explaining who Superman is too uh, like where okay. is he from what is
0: his weaknesses? So let me ask you this: We're talking about the first time they fly yeah. together. Do you remember her having some kind of internal monologue, like reciting a poem or something in her head? No, not as a kid, not at all. That okay? Because I, I that that's know. in the that's in the version I was watching. I was like, what is this? <laughs> it's a really weird. Like as they're flying, she's thinking in her head, and and I don't know if it's a poem. I don't think it's supposed to be original thought, thoughts. I think it they're either song lyrics. Or it's a poem or something, but I'm just like. Well, it's supposed
1: I mean, it's to... in the spirit. original thing. It was supposed to be a song, and or maybe then, it was a song then. Yeah, and Margot Kidder can't sing, so Donner said just just speak it, and it, it'll mm. work. And then, then it comes off like like a poem. But dude, can we go back to, to like John Williams, man? Holy shit! Oops. <laughs> John Williams nailed this movie, man. Like the 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 music, everything that the. This is one of the few movies where. Like that song, you know, Can You Read My Mind? That's got to be the first John Williams song that I know where it's just like a full-on song, you know, like with a beginning and an end to it versus like background stuff or like music to say, hey, this is Superman music, this is Lois Lane music, you know what I mean? This is probably the first movie I think where he's done that, where he actually had like a complete song in there. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, there's a Darth Vader Theme where when he goes on screen, right, you get that for a couple seconds. But it was the first time this whole flying sequence, I think I timed it like, I don't know, it was like a minute and a half. No, it was five minutes. Five minutes of a complete, like, beginning and end to a song, which is pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, John's Williams score, I, I I love the Superman theme. Like, it's so uplifting and so it really just gets my juices flowing. Ew. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, this is—I would
1: say—of John Wins This, I think, this is my favorite, favorite soundtrack of all of them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's hard, dude. If I'm watching Star Wars, I'm like, oh my god, Star Wars—it's gonna be my number one, or even Raiders of the Lost Ark. But God, it's up there. But there is something different about this Superman theme. It's uplifting, dude. You, you nailed it. That is exactly what it feels like. It feels like—it feels like even the song sings Superman. You know, it's—it's it's, there's something so majestic about it too. Right. You know, and, right. even and, that- and
0: and and they know it because uh, every, every every iteration I think of Superman from then on at some point incorporates some of the theme into, you know, like I know Smallville did it in one of their episodes, and you know it's it's in the Man of Steel mm-hmm. soundtrack, you know, you know, yeah. so they they understand that that's that connection. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, but even that that flying theme—if you listen to it—actually it sounds like what flight would be like, I guess, for them and again Mm -hmm. they're they're just they're not like flying at light speed they're like enjoying themselves It actually it's a great scene
0: you know what's uh, what's what's really awesome about uh, this origin movie is you know uh, one of the one of the criticisms of all the Marvel movies get usually is that Um, especially like the solo films, they're usually just following like a bad version of themselves. They're fighting a bad version of themselves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't get that in this movie. Uh, You get He's just a regular dude. He's a genius, but he's just a regular dude with an awful plan. And uh, Superman's got to stop him. And it's not even about him. Does he even punch anybody in this movie? I was going to bring that up. Superman, there is no like Superman being a bad guy
1: at at all. The action comes from... His deeds, you know, his good deeds. Yeah. That's that's the action in this movie.
0: Isn't it amazing that what we both consider one of, one of the best, and I know you probably consider the best, but one of the best superhero movies ever? There's no, not one scene in the beg of the good guy punching anybody.
1: But see, here's here's what's different though, because they did film one and two back to back, you know. Right. So I mean, I, you know, it's it's and there you got to put like a little asterisk next to this one because I guess supposedly Why? there was. Well, because it's it's one big movie, if you think about it. Like, 1 oh, and 2 wow. is supposed to be, like, one movie.
0: They made us pay twice to go. <laughs> that's right. I don't know. I think, no, you can't. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I think you can still look at Superman and go, here's a great superhero movie where the, the good guy doesn't punch anybody. Oh, and yeah. And then Superman yeah. 2 is great because he's fighting three versions of himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't win overpowering them. He doesn't win by overpowering them. He wins by being smarter than them. Right. And, he, look. I don't know. I, I just want to fawn all over Superman because, you know, you know he keeps his promise to Miss Tessmacher and he says it, and that's the best. In his in his conversation with Lois, where she's interviewing him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she says something that she, you know, he says something and she finds it unbelievable or something, he gets very like stern, almost like, I never lie, Miss Lane. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, look, you can say a lot about me, but I am not a liar. And that comes back into play later with Miss Tessmacher because she's like, no, you said you don't lie. If I let you go, you gotta save my mom first. He's like, alright, I'll do it.
1: Bro, he how has... how cool was that in the movie where she's like she's in Hackensack, New Jersey? Yeah. Dude, I was a kid, I was
0: like, What? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, you man, you better go get that missile. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um But then and this is this is my stupid forty seven year old brain rewatching a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, Alright, if he's turning back time who's stopping the one headed to Hackensack? You know, like, right, does that yeah. mean he didn't stop the one headed to Hackensack? Yeah. I'm like, dude, just sit back and enjoy the stupid superhero movie. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> I mean, if, if I had to find a fault in this movie, it's, it's the whole time travel thing.
0: Yeah. But, but I mean, I came it a back to every Luthor? single time. What? Yeah, yeah you have to. I, well, I wanted to go back to talk about Lex Luthor, Oh yeah. Miss Tessmacher and Otis. Otis is the best.
1: Otis Berg. Otis, Berg. Otis Berg. <laughs> oh.
0: Um, I, I think now in this scene also, when he attacks, when Superman goes, when you remember when he drills down, he's yeah. fin- to find Lex in this movie, in the version I saw, he goes through like a gauntlet where Lex shoots like fire at him and yeah. bullets. And I don't remember that being in the original cut. Was okay. that in the original cut? Or no, but I definitely remember
1: edition? seeing that on TV though. Okay. Yeah. I think that was all that additional stuff.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty cool, but kind of pointless, but. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It makes sense. And even his lair, I loved his lair. Like an abandoned, an abandoned train station, underground train station. Oh my gosh! Genius.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know there are parallels, wouldn't you say? Like Lex is Superman, Otis is Jimmy, and Miss Tech Mocker is Lois. Okay. Can say that, dude. Miss Tech, Miss Tech Mocker. Miss Tech Mocker.
0: Dude. Yeah, if you if you search, you can see a lot more of this stuff. <laughs> I, <mean. laughs> I remember when we we decided to do this
1: show, and you sent me a picture of her. I was like, "What? What am I watching here?" Anyway, but yeah,
0: his his lyrics is is, is brilliant too. Yeah, Gene Hackman's great, and you even have to. I, and I love that he they didn't feel the need to make him bald. You know what I mean? Yeah. Valerie Perrine, Perrine, is her name? Oh, Miss Tessmacher? Yeah, Ms. Tessmacher. Um, uh yeah and otisburg i just the whole i mean the plan the plan's a little goofy too just to buy up all this desert and in eastern and western and eastern california and arizona and then break off half the continent <laughs> 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 then he'd have beachfront property i don't think it would really work like that <laughs> genius yeah um yeah but the helicopter scene i remember my cousin saw this before me he was telling me all the things and we i just remember him being so excited telling me about the helicopter scene how he saves lois and then i think he does he lift the helicopter with one hand yeah probably right yeah um and then just everything he did uh in california like i don't know why but i love that train scene where he where he becomes the rail on one side and he, he unbends the rail on the other side and holds it up oh
1: it's awesome that's genius yeah. that that whole scene where he's when he's just see this is what's cool about superman man what 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 makes him the hero you, you see it in his actions you know mm-hmm. the train scene the school bus dude can we go back the to dam. the helicopter scene that that scene is freaking amazing
0: i love that scene
1: oh my god he he, he goes he walks outside the building and sees is it lois's hat or is his shoe i think it was her hat and he, he walks said, hey, up.
0: To- where's your hat? And
1: it's how funny is that he walks to that telephone booth, which he can't go in, get into. And as a kid, right. like, oh, I get that joke. Yeah. And then he, he comes out. that What an amazing reveal. See, that, that was my argument. Like, why did the Donner choose to show the reveal earlier versus in Metropolis? that reveal is freaking amazing and but the the demeanor changes right he comes out with such a stern serious look you know and that guy's like hey jim he's
0: like excuse me nice studs or something right yeah Yeah, i I was about (laughs) to say i'm like I'm like the guy compliments him, and he turns on and goes, "Excuse me." Like he's polite enough to say, "Excuse me," he takes off. I'm like, "Man, if this movie was made now, he would have said some kind of funny quip or something." You know yeah, what I mean? Yes, exactly. I don't like, and it would pull you out a moment because he's like, he's focused on saving that helicopter. Yeah. And this is another thing I noticed that you never see nowadays. You never see it. even the Marvel movies. You don't really see it. Um, he uh, he he saves the helicopter. They're back on the roof, and he says, "Gentlemen, there's a man and I need your help." Like, right. I think the guy had a heart attack, right? The, the pilot or something? Mm-hmm. Is that why they're playing? Yeah, you don't see that now. Like, even the Marvel movies, like when cop cars get thrown around or flipped or the or things, that you never hear see the hero like, we gotta get these people out of the car or, or make sure you take care of, you know what I mean? Right. It's just little things like that. And that's what makes a hero. And I think that's the problem with a lot of especially these bad superhero movies we've been seeing recently, they don't understand what it means to be a hero. It's not about the cost, but it's not about the powers. It's about the responsibility that they feel. That's why the Spider-Man movies are, are good nowadays because Tom Holland makes you believe that he feels like he's, he has a responsibility mm-hmm. to, to, to use his powers correctly and not. In, he's been in how many? Well, he's been in two of his own movies, and who knows how many of the Marvel? Like three or four. He, you never hear the word um, "with great power come great responsibility" from him, but you know that's what, what's driving him. Right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think I think that's what Hollywood needs to do. They need to get back to that kind of stuff. Could you imagine? superman one being made everything's the same except they have nowadays special effects Mm. it'd be fantastic it'd be wonderful yeah i mean it's already fantastic and wonderful but you
1: know you got me who's got you how awesome is that
0: that's a great one (laughs) hey jim
1: that's a bad outfit
0: (laughs) (laughs) excuse me (laughs) or when he catches the cat burglar which is a total rip off of how they filmed the uh the batman and robins climbing up the the walls oh yeah right Yeah, but it works. It does. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just the, uh, the boat. He drops the boat in front of the, uh. <laughs> that's right. And then like my, downtown. Stupid, again, my stupid 47 year old brain kicks out. I'm like, well, like how much is it going to cost the city to get that boat? Out? <laughs> 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 like, he should really rethought that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, and the, and the cops, an Irishman that's going to the bar to drink. I'm like, oh, how stereotypical. Okay. <laughs> I love it. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, for for the first time you see his powers, except for flight, it's it's a great moment. The helicopter scene's a great moment. It's very tense. Even now, again, even nowadays when you watch it, you know what happens, but you're like, oh, this is this is an exciting scene, you know. Talk about tense. I remember as a kid when
1: when Lois is in the car and she's getting buried alive. That's terrifying, man. And I'm watching went, the film, thinking like, dude, I think that's marco Kidder in that car. You know, I don't, you know, it didn't look like a stunt double. I mean, it really looked like her. Like dirt, literally.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is terrifying. Yeah, some dude off screen just throwing buckets of dirt on her. Seriously, I mean, but it looks it. terrifying. Yeah, I, you're right. I was when I, again with the rewatch. I'm like, man, I'm like, this is kind of freaking me out. I'm like, how did the cat I watch this as a kid?
1: Yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> terrifying. And I like how when Superman saves her, pulls her out, and he's kind of cradling her. And then a the choice of Donner to pull back the camera like a hundred yards away, you know, and like different camera angles and stuff just to give that sense of grief, I guess, you know? Yeah. Very cool.
0: Very cool. And I like how he kind of has the, in this after the first time when he doesn't save her. And he's got that like he hears his father's voice telling him how he can't interfere with uh, oh yes human history and he just he just gets that face where it's like screw this I'm doing it <laughs> <You know>?
1: yeah <laughs> well yeah. because his real dad says hey son you've been you're here for a reason you know yeah and then he makes his decision
0: yeah that was awesome uh, look we can complain about the ending all we want um, it, it's probably the thing that makes this from being a perfect movie yeah uh, now we talked about how the ending was supposed to be for Superman 2 yeah do we know what the original ending for this was supposed to be then
1: I mean well no so that ending that we're seeing there was supposed to be tacked on at the end of Superman 2
0: right so what was the original ending of oh I see what you mean I don't know like how was he supposed to save Lois
1: huh and you saw the Donner cut recently
0: Mm, no I I own the Superman 2 Donner cut I haven't watched it recently
1: oh I don't know. Good question. What was supposed to happen? Oh, I mean, the whole time travel thing was supposed to be like the the ending ending, but then how does that coincide with... Oh, maybe the, the, the whole thing on um, the Fortress of Solitude, maybe that was shot afterwards, maybe? I don't know.
0: All right, let me say. I Someone found out there help article. us. Yeah. Well, I'm going to quickly scan the article, but... Um... Well, then let me talk. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> yeah i went for you to, i was looking for you to swallow your drink oh sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah uh i don't know so, i don't know. okay this okay this, i'm sorry found an article called pop matters it says superman was planned to end on a cliffhanger that perfectly sets up the danger of the second film where the stakes are even higher as christopher finals and things were promising um uh, a lot of filler a lot of filler all right however there was one major problem with putting the sequel on hold uh, Any film to already impact with amazing special, and I wonder if they had done that before. If they filmed two movies at the same time before, Hmm. they wound up doing that with Back to the Future two and three. But right, I don't think so.
1: Not that, not that I know of, because sequels back then wasn't a thing. Like nowadays, they can bust out a sequel like one one year after another. You know, like Lord of the Rings. Uh, the oh yeah, what was the gap between Superman one and two? Probably four years or something. Like like how the Star Wars movies are.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, they had to reshoot a lot of it because they kicked honor off it, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, 19... It says... Oh,
0: so yeah, this article says, in order to get full credit, Lester had to have directed over 50% of the film. Mm-hmm. Which scenes had to be shot. Right. Uh, what a shame. Uh, well, this, this says... um the reversal the reversal in time period that what went wrong was scheduled to end superman 2 but it was a massively expensive effect for the production and it was a ten, uh, and if superman 2 never came to be then they the shot would have been wasted thus it was moved to the end of superman
1: hmm. okay
0: yeah it doesn't really tell me here right i don't know so yeah i wonder i wonder how they were going to get out of it I remember
1: as a kid, I was like ah, oh. like the whole like reverse time. I was thinking like, well then why did he reverse it only that far back? Why why did he just like reverse it to the very very like to the point where uh, Lex Luthor was gonna manipulate the the missiles? When he just right, that?
0: right. You know, I read. I remember I did sort of video or I read something years ago where they like it, it posed a different view as to what he'd done. i can't remember the whole theory but i remember thinking like you know i like this explanation better Uh, of going back in time yeah like instead of him reversing the earth it was actually him going back in time not the whole planet something like that huh um but but that kind of doesn't hold water because you do see the earth rotation no i think i think it was him going back in time and the earth was rotating backwards because he was going back in time something like that i can't remember and i couldn't find it in preparing for the show i don't remember it was a video or something i read Hmm. but i couldn't find it Interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a small thing for me. And so my two biggest gripes would be the ending and um, they really didn't explain fully why Clark fell so head over heels with Margot Cobb, uh, Lois Lane so quickly. Yeah. To necessitate that he, tur- I mean, to the point where he turned back time to save her.
1: Well, with all, all those powers, he couldn't save that one person that he wanted to save.
0: Right. But... Yeah. Which is no, cool, though, nothing. because,
1: you know, it's he's a, let's call it a, like, making mistakes for a new superhero, you know? Yeah. Trying to do all the right things, but, you know, even when you try to do all the right things, you can't save everybody, I guess. Yeah, true. I mean, they don't really delve into, like, why he fell in love with her so hard. Right. But, uh, eh. Works for me i believe it i mean a lot of it has to do with i think a lot of people i mean superman like the, the character itself is out way before you know this movie so i think you know they just rely on you just know clark and lois are supposed to hook up right like even in smallville you know he's pining for lana for so many seasons you just know it's not going to happen you know it's not supposed to happen right so that was a little bit of a distraction
0: and you know you, you're you just waiting for them well if they were going to introduce Lois and you know I'm yeah. just waiting for him to introduce Lois right um yeah yeah and then, and then is this the one where does he drop them in, in prison and Lex takes his wig off is this or is that Superman I don't remember
1: uh, I think Superman 2 pulls off the wig
0: pulls off the wig okay. yeah
1: Superman 1 is when Otis just kind of like echoes everything Lexus says
0: <laughs> just looks That's the best. Gene Hackman gives him the best looks in this movie.
1: It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, if ever we do Superman Two, I'm definitely looking forward to that one because that's that's a that's a fun movie, man. That is a fun movie.
0: Yeah, Superman Two is awesome. We Will. I don't think it's an. I don't think it's an if. I think it's just a when.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that was good, man. Anything else you wanted to add to it?
0: Uh, no, just, I, I mean, if you're younger and you haven't watched it, uh, you should definitely take a look at one and two. Um, three even has its moment. Four is really hard to get through, but that's a whole other story.
1: Dude, I put uh, the whole package, you know, recently yeah. on iTunes and I watched all of them. Like, five is just horrible. There's four. a point where, oh, four, is it four? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. no five. There's yeah. a point, point in four where he's flying with Lois again, right? And he purposely drops her it's it's hilarious you know it's like what a jerk you know we're in the first movie you know it's it's an accidental slip right you know? In, in the fourth movie he literally just they're in midair and he just chucks her i have to show you, you the video
0: <laughs> and chris reeves actually helped write that one i think or develop the story
1: yeah it was it was all him because i don't think he got any backing from anybody
0: what's the name of the bad guy Is the solar man
1: yeah i don't remember the name of the bad guy it was a solar kind of
0: guy with with sharp fingernails yeah so which doesn't make sense he's solar powered he should have lots of power from from the sun yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. that bad guy should be like energizing superman yeah weird anyway yeah
0: Yeah, well i'm fine if we never do a show on superman Four, but maybe we should we do have a habit of doing every movie in the series (laughs) Frankly, yeah. we did Crystal Skull, so I don't see what's there for. <laughs> would be a problem.
1: Oh, I like Crystal Skull.
0: And we did the prequels. And we did Last Jedi twice, so.
1: Well, I will say when we did the prequels, I actually got a, a different appreciation of the movie, only because of how Last was it Last Jedi was just so I just didn't like it so much. Right. So, yeah, it yeah. worked out in the end. Yeah, Christopher of <laughs> Superman. Wow, amazing, freaking amazing.
0: Yeah Like I can Like I'll say I, You know I get when people argue Oh I didn't grow up with Christopher Reeve So he's not my Superman I'm like If you watch the movies He will be your Superman
1: mm, Yeah He'll be your Superman
0: It doesn't matter how old you are
1: That's I agree with you Yeah He mm. is Superman it's, it's absolutely amazing
0: Like people can debate about Batman And frankly I like Christian Bale better than Michael Keaton And technically mm-hmm. Michael Keaton's Quote unquote my Batman You know what I mean Right But I thought Christian Bale did it a little better
1: Yeah but, Yeah You know well, I hear you. Cool. Uh, anything else?
0: Well, that's all I got on Superman. Yeah. The movie.
1: Same here. I enjoyed it, dude. I I really enjoyed, dude. I enjoyed this podcast. It was fun. I love rewatching this movie. <laughs> I watched it probably five times since we discussed that we were going to do it and stuff. My wife's like, what oh, "Are you wow. watching it again?" I'm like, that's eh, it's a good movie. Really good movie."
0: You I really guess. do like it, so. So um, we've had this discussion offline, and maybe we'll make it into a show but you you believe it's the best superhero movie
1: I like it I like it Because uh, the Marvel... I'm not saying I'm not saying the Marvel movies are bad like Winter Soldier is up there I mean that's it's a different kind of superhero movie maybe mm-hmm. that's the reason why I do like it so much because you know they're not really in like costume costume to like I think the very end of the movie I think you know I mean they're really like more civilian throughout the whole movie and so it's more like a espionage kind of film right uh but I, I i like this movie because there's just so many different feelings to it and i really believe like how richard donner directed Chris used to be superman it's so damn believable i mean like if, if you had to pick another guy that probably embodies their characters probably hugh hugh jackman as wolverine i mean like mm-hmm. they're almost synonymous together um i mean i like captain america but i don't Associate, associate him as Captain America. Like, if I watch him in a different movie, I don't see Captain America, I see Chris Evans. You know, whatever yeah, you he, bring up, you
0: uh-huh. I'm sorry, I was gonna say, you bring up a good point about Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, right now, is Wolverine for a lot of reasons. He, he did it perfectly, B, there hasn't been anybody that tried to be Wolverine besides him. Yeah, um, and that's what Chris Reeves was. He was, I mean, besides George Reeves from the TV show. There really wasn't anyone else that had been Superman, and he did such a fantastic job of it. We equate, you know, who we think Superman is with him, just like Jackman is is Wolverine. Until someone comes along that, I don't know if they'll do it better. They might do it very well, but I don't know if they'll ever do it better.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 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 definitely it's the one I compare. I don't mean I don't compare other superhero movies, but like if I watch a superhero movie, I always think eh, I still like Superman better for some reason it just had a different feel to it to me it doesn't feel i mean it's a big big superhero movie but it was filmed to be realistic you know like right. like the tagline you will believe a man can fly and it is absolutely true i believe superman was real in that movie like if you he, if he could be real that's real to me you know yeah that's all there's my argument
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was fun man yeah all right alan where can people find us and uh all over the place. Oh, dude,
1: I knew you were going to ask me that. You didn't write it down? I got it. Facebook, Nerdy Me Podcast. Instagram, Nerdy in Me. Twitter, Nerdy Me Podcast. YouTube, Nerdy Me Podcast. I have a video. I just keep forgetting to upload it. It is a uh, a little um, Star Wars thingy that I did. Oh, I did upload something. Oh, yeah, the my Indiana Jonesy thingy. I put that up on there.
0: And, um, uh, yeah, you put you put Snake Eyes up there, too.
1: Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. it
0: oh yeah i did yeah uh, i've been i've been bad with my unboxings alan's been keeping the channel going come us. on dude if you have an apple iphone
1: product rate and view on itunes please it really really helps us really like mm-hmm. five stars helps us a lot and a in re- a rating a review would be pretty cool um yeah yeah it helps
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we've been we've been getting uh, you know reviews via the stars but not um ratings i guess but we were stuck at the same number of written reviews, so I want to see a new. And we know too. we're not going to call anybody out, but there's some people on Instagram that tell us how much they love the show. So, you know, sit down and write a quick review if you can.
1: Maybe their Android.
0: Uh, oh, wait! Only only iTunes people can write reviews. See, si, senor. Well, that's weird. <laughs>
1: okay. And you nice got uh, a <laughs> Mama's Basement collectibles going.
0: Yep, Mom's Basement collectibles uh, still posting comic books and stuff like that well mostly just comic books
1: yeah um, i like that you've been doing a uh, theme of the week like last week i had no clue i was i was clueless. i didn't i couldn't figure it out
0: oh well i didn't finish the week um you talk about when i quest for peace was the first day yeah uh yeah i was gonna read red white and blue on my cup because it was a it was quest for Peace. they, were, they literally had a flag oh wonder woman wonder woman had like the red white and blue shield i think and then, obviously, G.I. Joe, special missions number one. Dang it. So,
1: yeah. Well, it's cool because well, it makes me go back to your feed to kind of figure out the last five days. Okay, what's a common thread here?
0: Right. Yeah, I just wasn't able to finish the week out. And um, maybe you, you probably have gotten to finish the week out. But yeah.
1: Uh, Jonathan, I'm doing Dr. Indiana Jones. And today, right before we recorded, I filmed the last, last episode.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, I was sad, dude. I got sad. <laughs> Are you going to continue it? I know you've been thinking about it.
1: You know, when I'm driving around, I'm thinking about, like, what could I do for Crystal Skull? I just, I can't piece it in my head how I can actually pull that one off. because you
0: asked the IG community if you should do it or what you should do Well, next? it's,
1: it's, I've heard some, can you do Crystal Skull? And I've heard some, well, I, I brought up, maybe I was going to do Raiders again because when I first started doing Raiders, it wasn't like how I do it today. I was doing it, differently i was adding like like the dialogue from the screenplay was like a one-shot kind of deal kind of thing and like and i've mastered dude i got a green screen so (laughs) yeah i saw that that's funny (laughs) so things that's why
0: you should do crystal skull you should try it i don't
1: know i don't know i don't have my heart into that one i was thinking or or the so it's me crystal skull do raiders again or i i do my own version of indy 5 that was my other idea
0: you're gonna write a whole movie and film it
1: well, it's gonna wing it. It's <laughs> <I was> gonna <laughs> wing it week <wing> <laughs> by week. Yeah. Let the story story unfold itself because I had I have an idea of Indy five where short round is is an adult. Right. And I'm gonna incorporate that. So wait, what do you hey. think? You think I should do Crystal Skull? I think you should do Crystal Skull. Indy five, dude. It's the complete it happen. Indy five is not happening, man.
0: Yeah, I don't know about Indy Five.
1: <laughs> when I think of doing <laughs> Crystal Skull, I was thinking maybe I just do the trailers because
0: <laughs> I mean, you have the toys for them, right? You have Mary, and you have
1: uh, yeah, I have uh... yeah, I, I have all the main players. I, I, there's no um, what's that dude's name? Uh, Mac. They didn't make a Mac figure. Who's Mac? The 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 dude that was like Agent Double Agent, Triple Agent kind of guy. You know, as oh, being... I thought
0: you meant Mutt. Do you have a Mutt figure? I, unfortunately, I have like three Mutt
1: figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I was gonna say I'm pretty sure they made a uh a Shia LaBeouf Transformers
1: <laughs> yeah I got the much figure I'm looking at it now I mean yeah I mean I have all the the I even got the like the play set too where they're in the temple in the, at the end of the movie but trailer hey I'm not gonna lie man the trailer's good <laughs> I like the trailer more <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's... well why don't you do that why don't you make the trailer and then put the question out there on IG's do you want to see the whole movie and then give yourself don't say it out loud but give yourself like if I get this money percent or this many votes for yes I'll do it
1: hey man but you have to stick to it I'm not gonna lie dude it is fun like so the end of Last Crusade I got people like helping out I dude I enjoyed that you know I really Mm -hmm. did one guy he's from Chicago the other one's from New Zealand there's another uh, person that she's from like Southern California and it's really cool how like they've contributed from 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 How they see the movie, you know how they want to portray it is actually really awesome.
0: Yeah, I think that's what made this this movie a lot um, This this round a little bit more interesting is that you did pull in help from other indie first of all I had no idea there were so many Indie fan like how you're not just a fan. Like I'm a fan of Indiana Jones movies, but these guys are they're like uber fans like, you know, they dress up they make film scenes and you know they do also yeah i would solicit help from the community too if they're willing to do it Oh, for, the, for the dude, um, did that. dude you could make it totally funny man just be like make <laughs> the scene funny and let's you know like do this goofy or whatever you as you want
1: yeah i mean i was thinking like i was gonna like like if i plot out Raiders of the lost ark i would give okay this is your scene this is your scene and then and then string it all together to make like one big movie but rusty the guy that does indiana jones i mean he actually is a bullwhipper. i mean he is legit good right yeah he, he's pretty amazing
0: all right, so you got some ideas? All that's right,
1: let's end. Crystal skull, <laughs> crystal skull. Crystal Dude, you crystal just don't want to do it just to just to tease me?
0: No, I I want you to keep it going. I mean, you have a great you got have a great IG. I'd hate to see it fall by the wayside because you know you stop making things or you. you
1: do uh... you don't think it'd be cool if I did an indie five? Like,
0: yes, but I don't think you really thought about writing your <laughs> own movie and then filming. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. Like, so I don't know if I can do like a full on, like one enormous, like two hour, two and a half hour movie. I'm just thinking like each episode is going to be like like a mini mini thing, like a mini whatever mini adventure. I don't know. I did it with one of my intermission ones. It was like a really it was a sixty second mini adventure.
0: Let me ask you this: Aren't there like Indiana Jones radio or audio things that you've you've bought or whatever? Uh, they only
1: made it yeah for the first three movies. Yeah.
0: So why don't you try that? For what? What do you mean? Like visual, visualizing the, the the radio plays or whatever they are, the audio books or whatever.
1: Well, the Raiders was, was predominantly that, actually.
0: Okay. Hey. Yeah. I No, but I, weren't there original stories that were like put out on audio or something like oh,
1: that? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, not that I know of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, that would have been cool if they did something like that. I was actually thinking of getting like, like doing one of the novels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But again that's see what makes this work is because you know the movie already you know cuz there's right. a lot of the movie I left out because it's just it wasn't possible to do right you know but if you've watched the movie it make, it still makes sense but to do something that no one's ever seen before like a novel like a full on story that's pretty tough okay we're done <laughs> all right okay all right till yeah. next time
0: martha peace, peace. Thank you.